Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, I'm here. Blog Talk Radio. Awesome. We're launching. I got- Good yeah, afternoon, gonna, and welcome to the Coffee Clatch. This is Marianne Russo, and uh, I am so excited to do this interview today. Um, you know, every once in a while, a film is made that will have, have an impact beyond the, the lights and the glitz of Hollywood. Girlfriend is just that movie. I mean, initially, I was drawn to this film uh, because of the special needs storyline with the star Evan Snyder having Down Syndrome. And the more I researched this film, and when I spoke with Jared Anderson, the producer, and watched the clips, I realized that this was something really, really special. And uh, you know, you, you, you're going to be hearing about this film because it is amazing, and, and it will touch viewers to the core. Um, let me just read a few reviews, and then we'll go into the interview. Um, a sweet, beguiling, and time-wrenching debut from writer-director Justin Lerner. That's by Steve Pond. Um, the most important film I saw at Toronto this year, Janice Page, The Boston Globe. I, I mean, they go on and on. It's incredible. My guests today are Jared Anderson, producer, actor, creator of Wayne Lauren Film Company and member of the rock band 100 Monkeys, Evan Snyder, star, and, and I mean star, of this movie, A Man with Down Syndrome, breaking down barriers and dispelling the myths about people with disabilities. And Justin Lerner, the incredible writer and director of this film, it is a brilliant script with magnificent direction, and it's so powerful. So welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us at the Coffee Clutch. Well, thank you for having us. Oh, I'm thrilled. I know, Justin, um, that you are on shoot. Do you want me to start with you, start the interview with you? Because I know you have uh, a little time issue. That'd be great. Uh, Sorry, yeah, sorry to be in a rush. I actually have a couple minutes for you right now, and maybe uh, I can can answer anything you need and then give it over to Evan and Jared. Perfect, perfect. Uh, This film is getting a lot of attention, so I want to congratulate you. So, you know, I want to talk to you about its creation. So um, I understand that you knew Evan prior to making this movie, actually for about 15 years. So how did that relationship play into your writing and directing this film? Was it written specifically for Evan? Yes, absolutely. Um, I wrote it with Evan in mind, and uh, Evan and I went to high school together in Wayland High School. I was there for two years, and during that time we actually had done a play or two together, and he was a small part in my film school thesis film that I did at UCLA, uh, which was, you know, many years after graduating from Wayland. But um, I wrote the film and the character's name of Evan for him and uh, developed a story based on some things that were going on in the economy and, and the world at the time to give it some topicality and uh, uh, first got the idea of centering a film around Evan when I uh, met Jared and his wife at uh, Sundance when uh, my my thesis film was screening there, uh, and uh, I had met Jared, and he had not only been a fan of the film, but told me how big of a fan he was of Evan and his very brief but but um, memorable performance in, in my short film. And 
uh, it was at a point in the film industry where a lot of things were being made very cheap um, uh, because of the economy, and we decided why not, um, based on my talks with Jared and his wife, why not, I pitched them the idea of basing a film around Evan and a, a love story, and they, they had already kind of put a bug in my ear about it based on their their uh, interest in Evan for another project when they saw him at Sundance in the film. So I kind of pitched them, and they loved it. So I, I disappeared for a few months and uh, walked, drove around my town to kind of figure out what the locations were going to be because I knew it had to be very low budget. We wrote locations that we knew we could get in our hometown of Wayland, and uh, we wrote it in a, I wrote in a few months and um, brought Jared and Christina and a team to, to Wayland, and we, we cast and shot it. Um, but yeah, it was always intended for Evan, and I don't think there was anyone else ever uh, considered for it. I decided to start with, with the actor and a character rather than a script um, that then you start casting. I built, we, we, Jared and I decided to build the film around Evan. And I think that's that's going to be the beauty of it, because you know just just in the clips, I mean that really shines through. Um, did you have to do any research about Down syndrome? Because even though um, you know it's in the storyline, I, I really don't think it's really forefront in in the movie. Um, but you know, I was just curious, you know, because you seem to be able to have an insight to see the incredible abilities. Um, and you know, versus the deficits that most people mistakenly see. I mean, that's you know very obvious to me in what I saw. Yeah, um, that's exactly the reason why I did no research about Down syndrome. Um, I feel that the film was not the point of making the film was not about to make a film about Down syndrome. So doing any research would have belied the point of uh, my, my goals of making it. Uh, I did research about Evan, and by research I don't mean research. I mean just staying true to who Evan is because everybody with Down syndrome is unique and has their own limitations and abilities in different um, ways, you know, so you can't really um, do research in a general way and make a film that's specifically about a human being. I don't tell films about a subsection of a, of a, of a, of a community. I tell, I tell stories about individuals and Evan is one. So and I my, think my, my loyalty was the, gonna be the, the reality of, of Evan. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's, that's, that's a big, very important thing to me is that I did not want to get um, relegated to the, the message film, the message, the, the film that tried to explore a disability. Instead, I thought, um, why not make a movie that doesn't need someone with Down syndrome for the film to work story-wise? It's a love story. And uh, um, adventurous uh, casting, uh, creative casting, outside-the-box casting that Jared and Christina were willing to go with me on was the real reason why the, the, the idea attracted me because um, I think – that uh, art very, very has to walk a fine line between telling you how to think or trying to give a message. And instead, the more empowering thing is to not even pay attention to the fact that he has Down syndrome. It's obviously a physical reality of his character, but it's it's not the thing that defines the story. And uh, that's for I, me I love it. the most I important love it. thing. I love it because not only does it not define the story, but it does not define him and it does not define no. anyone else with disabilities, and that's what I love about this. Um, you know, you just mentioned the cast. I mean, your casting director, Brad Gilmore, did an amazing job. 
So um, why don't you tell us, and just just for the audience, we're going a little bit out of order for the interview because Justin is um, on shoot right now. So we will go back. um, We'll be talking to Jared about, you know, the the movie itself. Um, But um, the the cast is incredible. So just if you can tell us a little bit about the actors and the characters in the movie. I mean, they're all amazing. And, you know, you have Amanda Plummer. I mean, well, it's Amanda Plummer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, And just just so you know, I I am on set, and I apologize again. My assistant director just signaled to me I have five minutes and I have to be back out in back okay. inside. So uh, well, I'm on the set of the new thing I'm shooting, um, and uh, I'm, I'm really happy that it timed out. We're on our lunch, so we've got five minutes. But to, 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 to answer your question about Brad, uh, Brad actually was my casting director on my thesis film, The Replacement Child, which Evan was also in. But because we shot in Wayland, Massachusetts, he cast the lead actor uh, of that, and then we brought him on to find Candy, uh, the role of Candy. Uh, who ended up becoming um, played by the very talented Shannon Woodward, who I until then did not know. Brad brought him, Brad, her, Brad, I'm sorry, Brad brought her in for us to see, and she brought something to the character that was unbelievably real and really heartbreaking and um, counterintuitive to what um, I had even imagined in the script while writing it. Um, she did a lot of things that surprised a lot of us, so that was a really nice surprise. And Amanda, um, I had met through mutual friends about a year previously, uh, and she had seen my short and had written me saying that she'd be interested in working with me. So while I was writing, I I kind of started to think, well, Amanda Plummer wants to work with me. I might as well try to see if she could fit into somewhere in the story. And then we just, Jared and Christy and I talked about it and decided, should we just kind of bring the script to Amanda, and if she likes it, just see if she wants to play it. And so she read it and, and called me, like, the second she finished and said she was in, which helped us, you know, you know, it, it always takes the first couple, and then you can get more and more people. I think part of getting Shannon and Jackson um, uh, involved was, you know, bolstered by the fact that Amanda from the first few weeks was, was, was on board. Um, and again, I couldn't think of anyone else to play that role after after working with her and the, 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 the brief three days that she was on the set were some of the most um, educational for me as a, as a young director that I've ever had in my life. Well, she's she's brilliant. You know, and you have Jackson Rathbone, who has a, you know, it's really a very dark role, but yet, um, you know, I think I think he's going to wind up being one of those people you love to hate, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, Jackson got to have a really good time with the role. It was really nice to give him something outside of the world of the, um, the franchise movies. Um, right. Which, uh, uh, no disrespect to them, they don't give him um, as much, uh, um, you know, psychological complexity as, as a role like this. Um, which I think is why uh, actors should always try to. It was, I think it was a big selling point to get him to come onto the film. Is that you know, it's 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 getting a foot in the indie world. Um, to have it never hurts to have your foot in both. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, it's, it's, it, I think you have a much more room to really be creative. You know, and, and um, you know, I'll just ask you one more question because I know you have to run. Um, you know, sure. I know that since the film is modern day, costuming was not as important, um, but you used colors to portray yep. um, emotions and character. So can you explain how the colors played a role in identifying the persona of the characters? Yeah, I mean, you try not to be too heavy-handed with color, uh, but uh, Spock spoke early on as talking about this as a modern-day fairy tale. Uh, that was just a very broad, basic jumping-off point. Uh, one of my favorite films that takes place in, like, the rural um, American uh, um, small town, I think Wyoming, maybe, is Badlands. Uh, Badlands by Terrence Malick. Uh, 
And something that he did in that film was he used only primary colors to reinforce a very sim- simple, basic, very, very uh, innocent quality to the characters. Very, very simple. And I thought um, because I was dealing with subject matter that was very adult, but these were kids um, or young people dealing with very big problems, I thought because it's so, why not go counter to what you would always think a moody, dark piece mm-hmm. and do like pinks and blues? I thought that baby pink and baby blue for young boy and young girl, the way that, you know, even diapers are colored, would be a nice um, and subtle, not everywhere, just just delicate places throughout the film, um, would be a subtle way to remind you that these are young people who are maybe a little less mature than um, the problems that they're dealing with. They might not have the full capability to deal with. You know, we've got, you've got a very young mother who has, you know, is dealing with things way beyond her, her capacity, um, debt, you know, a child and uh, an abusive um, ex-boyfriend. And you have, um, you know, Evan, who very much has the innocence and the purity of of, of a child. So so we try to use the basic colors to really reinforce those things as subtly as we can. And, um, you know, they never make the film, but they always are like a nice little extra. Right. Um, well, you know, it looks like you've really weaved, because that, that was actually one of my questions, was that, you know, you've really weaved um, the purity and the innocence of the character, Evan, um, mm-hmm. you know, with um, the other characters that have such complicated and, um, you know, su- such different lives than, than he was used to. So, you know, I yeah. thank you for um, jumping in. Absolutely. I know that you're very busy. I'm actually getting called back to set, but thank you very much for understanding. And, uh, Evan oh, and Jared, know. I'll shut up now. You guys have some fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. So much. Okay. Bye, guys. Take care. Well, now I, I just want to say because I just forget to announce that the, we opened our tweet chat, our chat room um, for anyone that wants to discuss the interview as we're speaking. And I see that a lot of people have jumped on. So interact, meet other people interested in the movie and 100 Monkeys, and um, you know, have a good time. So here we go. Now we can take a breath and slow down a little bit. Jared Anderson and Evan Snyder are with us and um, we're going to start now where I was originally going to start the interview so um, Jared this movie is an indie film so just very briefly if you could explain to uh, my audience what an indie film is so that they can understand Uh, um, an indie film is uh, it's not easy and I'll start with that Um, you you have it's a grassroots project that you don't have the support of a studio or um to you know finance and help you package as far as cast uh director etc um to put the project together so you have to go about it on your own and um some of the best movies are ind- independent films and and are outside the box, outside the mold of what studios typically end up, you know, pushing out to the theaters. And so a film like this, um, you know, I, I don't think a studio would ever touch. Um, but the fact that we were able to pull it together, I think, you know, it'll touch many people. And, you know, we've already got an audience waiting to see it. And now what we need to do is get it to them. So, um an independent film is a grassroots project, a labor of love, um, to put a piece of art uh, in motion out to the world. And, you know, you have many hats in this film. So, um, you know, I know that you got involved by, um, 
you you met Justin in Toronto and you had seen um, his other piece. Um, but you know, you seem really drawn to um, the character Evan. So, what was it that you saw in Evan that moved you to want to do this? I was actually uh, I was I was trying to get another project off the ground prior to Girlfriend. And I needed a Down syndrome actor. And the reason I needed that is uh, the part was written for a Down syndrome actor. And so I happened to see Justin Lerner's short film and came across Evan, and Evan leaped off the screen. I fell in love with him right away. And so uh, I had that. I had to find out if I could get at Evan, and by um, doing so, I had met Justin and interacted with him, and we ended up becoming friends. And uh, we eventually decided, like he said, to to make a film of, centered around Evan because um, we were able to pull favors uh, and do it for a price and um, utilize the hometown of where Justin was from. And uh, Justin knew Evan well and was able to construct this script fairly quickly. And it was, uh, you know, not without notes and development, but it all came together relatively quickly in comparison to what it typically takes to, you know, put out a screenplay. Right. And we were ready to go. I, um, We had Evan. We knew what the vision was going to be. And, you know, we approached Evan, and he was he was down for for doing it and in fact excited because Evan you want to be an actor and he had done acting um, and is passionate well, about he's it. So just, he's obviously a natural. I, I can tell you that. Um, you know, Evan is Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I can't wait to get to, to, to interview you because, you know, you're just so touching in this. Um, you know, one of the reviews um, about this movie um, it was by Larry Richmond. And he said, girlfriends, about girlfriends, this movie about a young man with Down syndrome has some scenes which may make audiences uncomfortable. But to me, that's one of the um, definitions of true art. It moves you, makes you happy, sad, angry. It affects you emotionally on a deeply personal level. Girlfriend can be hard to watch at times, but is one of those films that deserves the label important. I mean, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, what was your reaction when you saw the script? Because the storyline is really, you know, it, it's 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 not. I don't. What is the the rating on this? Um, we haven't actually officially had it rated, mm-hmm. but it would definitely be an R. Right. <clears throat> mostly, uh, I would say yeah. mostly for language. Uh, right. <laughs> astonishingly. Yeah, you know, and I um, see that because I have teenagers, and I see that all the time. There are times that I I see an R-rated movie that's, you know, so much tamer than the PGs, you know, because of the content. But you know, the storyline on this um, is really um, it's very bizarre. It's an unconventional love triangle. So, what was your first reaction when you saw the the script? And tell us a little bit about the storyline. Well. Um, it is un- an unconventional love triangle, but like what Evan, uh, I mean, what Justin had mentioned earlier, you, the film still works whether or not the lead actor um, played by Evan has Down syndrome or not, and and that's what's fascinating about it. Right. What what makes it interesting is Evan brings what his essence as a person to the character, um, and and portrays it 
in such a believable fashion that you're instantly drawn and you're along for the ride. And so, you know, the happy moments are happy, the sad moments are sad and devastating, and the awkward moments are awkward. And and there's things dealt with in, in the film that, you know, you've never seen before in a movie. And so that's what I think is interesting about it. And that's what I think, you know, people will keep people talking about it. And I think that that's important what you just said because I think that it is ir- the disability is irrelevant because it could be any person um, exactly. that you would still have this same um, you know feeling about you know about his character. But I think that mm-hmm. it's just the you know the, it's the pureness of the character and the innocence of the character that really makes this um, you know love triangle so unusual. Exactly. So. Um, yeah, you know, and I think it's great. So if you could just give us, tell us, uh, the audience, a little bit about what the movie is about, and um, then well, I'm going to talk to Evan a bit. Evan, were you going to say something? Yes. Um, I feel that the film is about when my character would like, to, would like to have a girlfriend that would make him very happy because he would like to be someone who he cares about. Justin handled handled everything perfectly. We made what one made one wonderful changes. It was really amazing, and Justin handled it all all very well. Yeah, you know, and it's so important. And that's you know something that um, you know my show is for parents of children with special needs. Um, like I said initially, which is what drew me to this film, and then you know afterwards it just uh, it was completely different than what I expected. But I think that that's really something very, very important that um, a message that has to get out. And I talk about this all the time on the show that you know parents um, that have children with you know let's say autism or other types of um, developmental disabilities need to understand that everyone wants love. Everyone is a sexual person. And I think that that's really an important part of your character also. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what Evan's point was. I mean, it's not a, I mean, it is set up in a complex love triangle, uh, but it's no different than, you know, any, any type of setup where someone wants love and, and tries to go get it, and Evan does it in the in the purest way um, that isn't typical of what we would see in in others. In that he has no, there's no um, veil that's already lifted. You know, he he's pure and innocent, and just he wants he wants a girlfriend. <laughs> and then he's in love with um, Candy. <laughs> yep, absolutely, and and so it's interesting with the ulterior motives of everybody around him and the deviant behavior of everybody around him, he remains pure in his goal. And it, it shows, you know, how, how most of us are not as pure and flawed. And, and, you know, you see the contrast because of Evan's pure intentions and behavior. Right. And I think that that, in the clips that I saw that came through that he, he did really didn't have, um, you know, an agenda. You know, it was it was love, uh, yep. where everyone else in the movie seemed to have an agenda. Um, so, you know, it was really his character that, you know, showed the most, um, you know, 
maturity, really, as far as the relationships went. But, um, you know, money is at the root of all evil. So how did the financial situations um, about the money play into his role? Um, well, yeah, money money is the root of all evil. <laughs> it really is. But uh, he saw it as a bridge. Um, Evan Evan comes into some money, and 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 so the plot is based around you know that's that's the bridge he builds to actually interact with Candy. And um, without giving too much of the movie away, that that is really fascinating to to watch unfold. But what also happens is Evan's pure you know, character and an essence of love also spills on to Jackson's character unexpectedly. And, you know, everyone in the world ends up learning something from Evan's character. Right. Right. And um, you also, um, do you compose the music score for this film? Um, yeah, well, we, well the, I brought the band in because it just, I was already in a band, and so is Jackson, and we're in the same band, so it just only seemed natural that, and knowing the band's ability to to bring them into the picture to score the film, and um, it was a, a different experience for us as musicians to to explore not songwriting but outside the box ambiance and and composing tracks that have no structure other than they have to go and enhance the film. And it's and, beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful. You sent me a clip. I couldn't get it to upload. I wanted to uh, play it for an intro, intro, but it wouldn't upload. But it really is very beautiful. Um, are you going to be releasing you. that um, before the film goes national? Will you be releasing um, that? Um, um, yeah, we're still working out all the details on it. Mm-hmm. First thing is first is, is figuring out the release and then in conjunction with um, an inspired by soundtrack. Um, You know, Evan, I wanted to talk to you a bit about um, your acting because either you're just a natural born actor um, or did you have any acting lessons? I mean, was was The Replacement Child your first role? Well, actually, I've been involved with community theaters, which I love to do for acting. And from working on the floor films, The Replacement Child was a lot of fun. I'm hoping to have a variety of a lot of different work in, in acting. I like to have have the I like to be involved with film, more films, T V, commercials, voiceovers, and oh. theater. I like to have a chance to do everything. Well you you're amazing. Um you know tell us about the character of Evan that you play. I mean what was your impression of the character when you read the script? Well, when I read, read the script, I felt like there were some things, things that had to change because I feel that there were some things that I know that I would do, but I don't want to give anything away. I would mm-hmm. like people to see what what they would notice. I just am hoping... Well, anyone who looked to see the film, how, how wonderful that Justin made one wonderful changes. And I felt like to my character is uh, is a a caring person who loves the woman who he cares about. Right, and well, you I know hope I, that answers your question. Yeah, it does, and you know, I I just I, the, the script is amazing. Um, you know, in what ways? 
do you think that you're similar to the character, and in what ways are you different from the character? Well, I would say the well, there there are some things between me and my character are are are, are the same and different, like like both me and my character in the film does have Down syndrome, but I have always had a passion, and the um the I always have a it has always been my passion and my dream to be an, an actor and I hope that anybody with disabilities can have the same passion and dreams that 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 I that I hope to have. All right. And Evan, Evan, uh, Evan, which way I remember you used to tell me, um you used to when we were on set, Evan would always, you know, he clearly would compare himself to the character and how they were different and similar all the time. And um what, what, I mean, some of the things that he would compare were that, you know, Evan, what, what were some of the things that you used to compare, Evan? Do you remember? Um, like, I, I, I remember comparing my character to the character for Jackson's character, Russ. My character would treat the woman right and treat her the way that she wants her to be treated. But I don't, I feel that Russ would not treat Candy right. I don't think that... Well, I know that Russ is a mean person, and Jackson is is a really amazing actor, and I really like him a lot. He is like a brother to me. <laughs> and I feel that with Russ, it's kind of a, of a, a mean character. My character would, would handle... would know how to treat the the, the, the woman right. And you know when I saw but that, and, and you know when I see um, people, um, you know there are there are a lot of people that I think that because they've had to overcome differences, that they're much more um, kinder and accepting of people. Do you find that that's true? You know the people that really have to, um, you know, um, you know, make up for their differences in different ways seem to have much more of a kindness and a compassion for people. You know, and I think that comes through too. I, you know, I had read that Justin let um, you and Russ, um, you know, and the actors really have some input into the characters. Did you feel that you were that you were able to really portray yourself? Um, yes, I feel that I really portrayed myself very well. I got along with my co-stars very much. I loved working with Amanda Plummer, and she took the time to come down early, to get to know me. And I feel very touched and, and honored by it. Right. And, and working with Stan and, and with Woodward, she is such an amazing actress. I hope I was so well on everything that she does. Yeah, she, she really is amazing. You know, your character shows a blend of innocence yet maturity in this film. Um, you know, like we were just saying, you know, you know how to treat uh, the, your girlfriend right. Um, you know right from wrong, whereas the other characters seem to just always have an agenda. Um, what do you think will surprise viewers the most about your character, Evan, in this movie? Can you repeat the question? What do you think will surprise the, the audience when they see this movie about your character? 
Well, I hope that people get surprised knowing that my character treated Candy the right the right way to compare, compare with Russ, not treating her that well. I, I'm dying to see this movie. It's like you, you've tortured me now. You've really teased me, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see what happens. Um, you know, for, Evan, from your success, I would assume um, that you had a lot of support from family or friends growing up. Um, you know, how do they feel about your accomplishments? My family and my friends are very proud of me. They knew how much I had a passion and what I love to do when it comes to acting, when it comes to theater and for doing films. And my family and friends are really proud of me, and they've been very supportive, and they're so proud of me, and they cannot wait to see this wonderful movie. And, you know, that's important no matter what, um, you know, the the special need is of the child. I say it all the time. My audience is sick of hearing it. But it's the truth that, you know, the parents need to foster interests in what these kids are interested in. You always had an interest in acting. Um, you always had a passion for film. And, you know, they, they let you pursue that. And look at your success. I mean, you're this is an amazing film. And, you know, that's not just for, you know, for you or for acting. I mean, you know, it's for every child, whatever their interest is. You know, that's really where you have to just point the kid in that direction because, you know, look what happens. Um, you know, are you aware of the impact that your performance in this film will have um, for breaking down the barriers and the stigma of people with disabilities? Um, can you... Uh... Can you repeat the question so that I can understand what you, do you mean by the question? Okay. Do you understand how important um, this character, Evan, is going to be, that people are going to realize that there aren't really the differences that they always thought would be? You know, that, that people are going to see, um, you know, people with Down syndrome or any other type of special needs differently. I mean, this is really going to have an impact on people. Well, I feel with people with disabilities and for anyone, just follow your dreams and follow by what your heart feels that you love to do, and that's all that counts, and it's the, the, how much they enjoy what they do. Just, right. just okay. follow the, your dreams and your passion. That's all that matters. Now, you know, well, Evan, you're really an inspiration. I mean, you know... Um, you know, what you've achieved is incredible. And, um, you know, you're really going to empower parents to know there, that there are no limits, you know. And, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, you're just you're going to be such an inspiration. There's no doubt you're going to be a success, um, you know, a successful actor. Um, Justin, you know, I wanted to, to, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about how, um, you know, you chose Evan for this role. And I was thinking about other roles um, that people have played. And I was thinking of... Um, you know, let's say like Dustin Hoffman in um, mm -hmm. Rain Man. And how do you feel that um, Evan being able to really relate to the character um, changed the way you were able to produce this movie? Well, um, that was everything. Evan, you know, Evan has uh, an understanding of empathy and um, and maybe more so than normal people and uh, and I use the word normal as in you know not with Down syndrome right but um, but 
you know, his his level of being able to empathize surpasses, you know, people that I know in my everyday life. And that's why his performance is incredible. He's able to see the character, relate with, you know, whoever he's in the scene with, and and make them even better. And, uh, you know, it's it, he, Jackson, you know, told me that, you know, in, that, in, this, in this one scene in particular that, he he was just playing off Evan. He let Evan take him on the ride, and it made him better. And um, you know, it went went off on a tangent there, but you know that was the key to this movie is Evan's ability to be able to pull off his performance. And, cause okay. he, oh, that's the key word that you carry, just said, right? It's the ability because people look at the disability, not the ability. You know. Yep. And um, you know, we we definitely had Evan. You had your Craig, the acting coach, really, you know, we we made sure that everything was set up so that he could he could just be free, not worry about anything other than what he had to do. And you know, Evan, I I remember looking at you on the set. You were in heaven. That's what you want to be doing. And mm-hmm. I remember I had this moment um, uh, in the back of a taxi during Toronto. We were heading to an interview, and I look over, and Evan probably hadn't slept. A decent night in four days, and neither had I, because it was an exhausting experience. But he was he was, he was just wide awake with a grin plaster on his face, and we were he, he was that's that's what he wants to do, you know, whether it be right. whether it be theater or whatever. So you know, I'm making it a goal of mine to you know get to you know, do another movie and have a role for Evan. You know, it may not be the lead character, but I want to work with Evan again. Jackson would love to work with Evan again. I think anybody who's around him wants to work with him again. Right. And you know, so I look forward to all of that. I I like to work with Jared and Christina and Jackson again, and of course Amanda Plummer and Simon Woodward. I like to work with 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 everybody again and, and make other new friends as well. And, and you know what I loved was the clips, the outtakes, <clears throat> um, and interviews that I've seen. And you really are, you're like a family. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's been a it's been a long. When you do an independent film like this, you know, it's it's a labor of love. It's not you just show up and you you take money and do a job. It's it's something that you you are in such extreme circumstances together that you can't help but bond. And so that's what you're seeing. Right. And how is the um, how are audiences reacting? What is the feedback that you're getting on this? We've got great feedback. Um, it's it's a unique film. No one's ever seen anything like it before, and it touches people. And you come away with something to discuss, and and that's what I think is great about it. And it's you know it's a well done movie. Right. Well, you know, I mean, it's a compelling movie too. So you know, without giving anything away, um, you know, how does the vulnerability and the kindness and you know the innocence of the character Evan, um, you know, evolve in the movie? Um, I think it's it doesn't evolve. It uh it remains from day one. He remains pure and uh that's what's interesting as as he deals with all the impurity around him. I'm dying to see this movie. Um Okay. Um, you know, it's been at the film festival, and as you know, we discussed earlier about what an indie film is, and you don't have the big um production companies um putting this out for you. So, you know, now that we know how incredible this film is, let's talk about 
what needs to be done to get it into our nation, you know, nationwide theaters? Well, nationwide theaters um, would take us, uh, you know, uh, first we would have to open small, and uh, unless we had a huge chunk of money like a studio, um, to to open it and then let it grow from there. So what what we need is, you know, a little amount in order to open it and book a theater in various spots and, uh, you know, let it grow from there. And that would be ideal. Um, alternatively, if, you know, the if it doesn't grow as anticipated because we don't have a huge marketing budget and it's we don't have commercials running on TV, so awareness on a huge national level may not happen at the at the at all at once in order to continue growing we'll be out and people will eventually be able to see us on you know video on demand and on dvd so you know whatever method it is we have been working and working and working to be able to deliver it to the audience and and let it grow with the audience and i am confident that you know anybody who hears about it or wants to see it will eventually have access to see it. The ultimate goal is, you know, a national theatrical release. And you have, what is Indiegogo? What is that? Indiegogo? Indiegogo, Well, what happened, um, you know, the film's been on quite the journey. Uh, We we sold the movie, actually, in Toronto, and um, the deal fell through. And so everyone thought we were sold, and it and so other distributors, it was off their radar. And so we decided um, we were going to have to do this uh, distribution plan on our own. And so that's why we decided to put the movie on Indiegogo, because, you know, a distributor usually picks up a lot of the costs involved in distribution. Right. And which, you know, getting into it, had I had no idea. <laughs> and so this was a new, fresh way that, we could get support of the audience that we knew that we already had and, um, you know, offer them something in return in the form of perks for their support and helping us, you know, raise money to get to a point where we can distribute it. And so Indiegogo is a website that allows independent filmmakers to to raise money um, for any portion of, the process of indie filmmaking. And so we actually made it all the way almost to the finish line and then got stuck. So that's where we put the film up there to cross the finish line. Right. And, and, uh, and anybody can put Indiegogo as their link on Facebook if they like to, to spread the word. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually yeah, trying to pull it up here online as we speak because I wanted to give out that website. But, you know, anyone listening, um, anyone who's been touched by this, um, you know, go go to Indiegogo. You can make a donation. You can help get this movie off the ground. Um, you know, I've approached the um, Huntington Cinema Arts Theater, which is a fantastic um, arts uh, movie theater here in New York, and um, you know I'm hoping that you two touch base because of that it would be the perfect venue for you. But I think you know anybody that can help get this thing launched. I mean, it is so worthwhile. Well, we're really close. I mean, there's only a few days left on the Indiegogo campaign. Um, you know, we have certain goals and that we ideally would like to hit, but you know, if if we don't 
get to, I mean, we asked for an extensive, we tried to raise an extensive amount in order to, you know, release it as wide as possible. But any any amount helps us work towards getting it out and um, on, a, on as wide a platform as possible. And so that's where where we're at. So there's, right. and, and everybody that's already donated to it, all, it's it's been an amazing and, and touching and and we, I, I can't thank the support enough of everybody that's been involved in that. You know, just by sheer, sheer will and support to get this movie out. I mean, without it, we would probably be pretty stuck right about now. But you well, know, the there's website, light at the end of the tunnel. The website is www.indiegogo.com. Um, slash girlfriend. So you can go online. I'm going to post it on uh, the Coffee Clatch, and you know if you can, please do. Um, so Evan, what are you working on now? You well, just taking a break from me? Well, basically, I am trying out for another play, but I'm hoping to keep, be be flexible to do anything for 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 the movie. And if you, you know, like as I said, most of my audience are parents of children with special needs. What advice would you give to a parent? I would have to say my advice to the parent for people who have children with 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 any disability, just have their children follow their dreams and hope they can have the same experiences that I had, which is one of the wonderful film and hope many people can do what they love to do, if it's acting or in film or in anything. Well, I wish you the best of luck, Evan. I mean, I, I am so impressed with your <laughs> with your acting in this movie. And, uh, Jared, what are you up to? I am in the process of launching a few more film projects, and I've got a handful of them that I'm piecing together right now. Um, and I'm also... Uh, going to be going on a national tour with the band in a couple of months. So, you know, luckily there's iPhones and Internet and I can do business on the road and and uh, kind of keep everything together that way. Right. Um, Got to love you know, the iPad, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, my yeah. extension. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't well, have an iPad yet. I, I I have a phone that allows me to get Internet on my laptop, which is mm-hmm. great. And so uh, that's what I'm up to right now. Well, it's great. You know, I'm sorry we were hoping that um, Jackson could call call in. Um, you know, he's working now too. But I mean, his role in this is just incredible. Um, so you know, I wish you much, much success. Get in touch with Dylan over at the Huntington Cinema Arts Center. And, I will. Uh, you know, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And thank you for having us on. You know, it, it's been quite a quite a quite a ride. It's not over yet. It's just starting. So, uh, oh, you'll get that. And you know that, like I've said, I told you when we spoke, this is the type of movie, like the boy in the striped pajamas. This is going to be a breakout movie that people are going to see, and everybody is going to be talking about. I mean, this is just—it's just a beautiful movie, beautifully written, unbelievable acting. Uh, it's just a matter of getting it out there because I think that once once it is, it's going to be everybody's going to know what girlfriend is. I def I see eye to eye with you there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> Evan, thank you very much for joining me. It was a pleasure meeting you. It was nice meeting you too, and thank you for for having me. Oh, you're Anything very you welcome. Anything you wanted to add, Evan? You're good. I'm good. 
All All right. right. We're all good. Okay, as I end the show every day, you are your child's best advocate. If not you, then who? Become an informed, educated parent here at the Coffee Clutch. I also want to give um, a little mention. I want to say uh, thank you to Christy Falcone um, for introducing me to Jared and for sending me the music files. And uh, we're going to end the show with uh, playing a few songs from 100 Monkeys. Thank you for joining us today. And Wednesday, I have the world-renowned Dr. Russell Barkley on our, on the show. He is the foremost authority in attention deficit disorder in the world. He will be here Wednesday night, and he will be discussing attention deficit disorder from childhood through adulthood. So enjoy 100 Monkeys, and thank you for joining us. Thank you.
Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.